0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Befke. I'm Mike Stadler. Mikey. Yes, sir.
1: Ah, <sighs> snow baby. What do you got for
0: questions? Oh, boy. Here we go. You know, we could actually, I got a couple questions, but we could probably almost maybe put them in as one. All right. Um, you know, I got, you know, what's what's the best buck-to-dough ratio, in our opinion? Mm-hmm. And then also... Um, how long is a buck typically with a doe when they're breeding? You, know, hmm. you could probably put those together. I could put those together. <clears throat> well, let's talk with the yeah. buck and doe part first. Yeah, buck to doe ratio. You, you, you can, can. I'll tell you this. I know you can look this up on the old Google machine. Google man. There's a lot of different answers out there. I think. Yeah. But uh, I, I know what the, I know. What you hear people talk about
1: on. The, Facebook machine and on
0: YouTube and all that you know when it comes to ratios you know yep. you want that one to one ratio yeah. Mike I'd like to have I'd like to have two bucks to one dough I think
1: <laughs> we have one a property that was one to one or two to one yeah. buck to dough, um and that was a while back and that is hard to do um most places in Wisconsin right now, and I'll be honest, I would say are four to one or yeah, better, and right. does to bucks. Yep, four
0: to one in the does favor. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nobody shoots does.
1: No, that's a
0: that's it's a big problem. That's a problem. Yeah, three quarters of the problem. It's a huge problem we have in this state. Yeah, um, I mean, buck to doe ratio numbers can be very skewed. First of all, by how huh. people take them. Right, because they can go over. Let's just hypothetically say, well, what's the buck to
1: do ratio? This is real easy. Yeah. <laughs> what's the buck to do ratio currently on your property? On uh, mine? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, it's it's
0: it's pretty high. We got to take off some does. Yeah, I I would say I have okay. I have I know for sure twelve antlerless deer. Yep. That I've seen individually. Yep. Um, and a pile of them twice in one spot and then the others. So I know I have that many for sure. Yep. So I don't have twelve bucks here. No. You know. So you're probably you're probably three to one or four to one? Four to one probably. You know, I'm estimating my deer herd here, honestly right now. Between twenty and twenty five animals. Yeah. It's way too many animals. On yeah. On, on forty acres. On forty acres. You know. Yep. It's it's not neat. So you're like, oh, that's cool. We got to meet here for a while.
1: Yeah, and then they're gonna go places, yeah. and it's, it just becomes difficult, and all your food is gone, and yeah. then you can't be productive. But let's just say you go down the road here. You got public near your place. Mm-hmm. Let's just say within a mile. What do you think the do to buck ratio is there? It's probably still fairly high because it's a big swamp. Yeah, eight to one. Yeah. So your ratio is skewed due to the skewed issues down there. Mm -hmm. And in our state, it just carries over. It carries over. Yeah. And that's where we start to have issues. But if you ask the guys that hunt on public land, there's no does. And if you see one, you better not shoot it. And, you know, we have an issue. And it's the DNR's fault. So uh, that kind of covers our buck-to-doe ratios. It's hard to control um, small properties. It's hard to control properties on you know, public land, I mean it's dang near impossible. Uh, I think if there's ever a nuclear war, the only thing that's really going to survive are cockroaches <laughs> and white-tailed deer. <laughs> I think that's true. You can't kill them all. You never will kill them all. Trust me. We tried here in Wisconsin years ago. Right. And it yeah, didn't, they it, tried to. It didn't work. And those numbers down there are even higher in that that core area than they were before, within certain spots. But um, that kind of covers buck to
0: doe ratio, I think, That <laughs> big one. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard. So hard to say. I mean, you this many deer on this block. Yeah, you know, and they they. They judge them weird. They see do a flyover and see twenty antlers deer standing in a field Mm -hmm. in an acre field. So then they figure, okay, this block's four thousand acres. We have twenty doe in one acre. So we have yeah wrong. Yeah, that's not how it works. You can't round the numbers. That's
1: not really how (laughs) it. Yeah, there's no way to lay that out because terrain and uh, certain properties hold more deer. Certain areas, uh, it all breaks up differently. It's it's really hard, I think, for the DNR to come up with an accurate number. That's what I think. Right. Um, my property is no different. Um, I'm not sure, but I would expect that if you did numbers down by me, <laughs> they would be substantially higher. Yes. <laughs> not that there aren't, you know, I'm just saying
0: pure numbers bucks yeah. and does, yeah. not just, you know, how many deer per square mile is what I mean. Yeah, if no they rate just tried to base off your property, it'd be very skewed. Oh my God. Because, you know, they're all there now. Currently, it seems to be that way. Um, we'll
1: see what the, as things progress and the food changes, how that all works out. But, you know, buck to doe ratios, uh, yeah, I'd love to see a one-to-one or two bucks-to-one-dough yeah. type of deal just for the competition for the hunting aspect of bow hunting when you and I are bow hunting. Right. Uh, as for... You know the hunts that we have, even with a higher doe to buck ratio, we still have really good hunts. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you're not. You got to remember that ratio. You always want to try to keep it down if you can. Yeah. Obviously, but you know, not. So say you you got four doe to one buck. Those four doe aren't going to be in heat. No. They're in estrus at the same time. Right. Unlikely. Unlikely. So and if they are, they're just going to pull more bucks in. Within reason, yeah. Bucks are going to come from closer around. Because they're going to search, oh, yeah. too. If they're not finding anything next door. Yeah, they're going to come. They're going to come over and look. Yeah, well, you're going to get bucks know? transitioning yeah. three miles. Because they've been across. here. At some point, they've been here. Oh, yeah. Or they've been on your property. Yeah. You know, they've walked through and been like, ah, I was here once. Yeah. I'm back over there. Yeah, see what's going on, you know? Yep. You know, their home range is
1: a few miles. Yep. It's not your 40 or my 70. Right. You know? Even though we'd like to think that yeah, times. Like but no, nothing's better than what we have. Yeah, yeah, we've got them all. Every deer, every deer in the block <laughs> exactly. is on our property. Right. Everybody knows better than that, Correct. you know. Um, you know, the other aspect of buck to doe ratios. You know, the whole idea is actually have a, a a sustainable deer herd, so they're not dying of disease, they're not dying of starvation. Um, if they die, we either shot them, or they ran in front of a car, or something like that. Yeah. It's not, you know, we never want to see the animals die into starvation or disease. Right. So, you know, uh, the big thing I've noticed recently, EHD in Iowa has been really, really big. Uh, the guys have been finding a lot of big deer dead in the creek bottoms and stuff where it's, you know, they had the midge. Um, that. Is a buck to doe ratio issue part of it Um, you know
0: too many deer in one area nature nature will win every time we always say you know healthy and sustainable deer herd that's what we try to to promote and to keep on our properties we are not QDM no we never have been we never say we are we try to sustain you know a healthy deer herd on our property that's what we try to do so and if you can do that you know your your numbers or your ratio usually kind of tend to fall with what you need them to be yeah you know but you know not not taking those out of properties is a problem a big problem and it results in problems all around you so it's gonna it affects everybody yeah you know, everybody needs to do it it's, they're not gonna kill themselves no you know, and you know. they can't keep populating, and no one shoots them.
1: And an antlerless deer and a doe herd will stay, and they will eat you out of house yeah. and home. And then you have
0: the starvation issue yeah. and all the other stuff. You can't start. run doe off your property. No, I don't care what people say; they they'll come right back. The only way you can get doe off your property is to cut them up, cut everything down. Yeah, take everything, take their habitat, away. take their habitat, away. and then you're not hunting it anyway. Right. So, yeah, does <laughs> does are very
1: adaptive animals mm-hmm. very very adaptive so uh buck the doe ratio
0: that's kind of how we feel about yeah. it. pretty much covers that the other aspect of the question oh how long you know people wonder how long a, a buck is with a doe during breeding you know and uh, i they have numbers that they'll tell yeah, you yeah i'm going to say what i've heard yeah Is always at 48 to 72 hours yep you know and i I don't know. I don't know for sure either. I, I'm not going to say, yeah, it's, it's 53 and a half hours. Yeah. It up. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know that anybody really has an idea because I think it's going to vary with every animal. I think so. You know. Um, now, or, how long is she in estrus? Yeah. In general, they're saying that
1: the doe is in estrus between two days and three days. And that's, that's proven on captive deer. Right. That's where they're getting that number right. from. Each doe, obviously, like you were saying, is going to be different. Right. You know, in the wild, I think camera wise, and I think Mike's area here shows a pretty good view of that when they are breeding here, that a single buck will be with her about a day, maybe a day and a half, mm-hmm. which your cameras will show. Cause Mike's got a really good camera layout, and uh, the uh, cell cameras will show all that where he's following her all over the place and get you know, one side of the property, the other side of the property, whatever. And then, boom, he's someplace else. Yep. And uh, with no dose, so yep. he, she's out of asterisk. Um, I th- I'm assuming, uh, from what I've seen, I don't have cell cams, but on my property is the same way. I think, you know, two days, three days at the most, mm-hmm. I would expect.
0: And that might even be based off of bigger numbers, I'm not sure. And that depends, too, when they found him. True. You know, maybe he didn't... She may get bred multiple times by different deer. Yeah, maybe he didn't get with her until, you know, the last day of that. So then after that, he's moving on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's really hard to tell um, with that kind of stuff. It isn't... I don't think it's really anything that you have to really concern yourself with. No. It's (laughs) not going to affect your hunting. Yeah, it's not going to affect what you're trying to do.
1: If you're lucky, you got a good piece of property. If you're lucky, one comes into estrus, and then halfway through her estrus cycle, another one comes into estrus. Yeah, That's going to help keep the bucks in the area yep. more. That would be great, but there's no controllability on that either, no. you know, uh-huh. that I know of. But I think that's probably a simple way to lay that part of it out. Right. I think you got about a two or three day window when they're in estrus to, yep. to uh, hunt that particular doe in her particular area. And where she gets bred or who she gets bred by could be multiple partners, a single partner, I don't know. I think in the wild it's usually multiple from right. what we've seen and filmed over the years. I agree. We appreciate you guys checking us out. Appreciate the question. If you get a chance, you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the reaper in the lower right-hand corner. If you want to listen to us on the podcast, just listen. You can check us out at Google, Spotify, iHeart, rss.com, Apple, Amazon, YouTube. Check out our pretty faces right here on YouTube. Funny. Also, check us out on Instagram at Rush Outdoors WI. Rush Outdoors Wisconsin is what it stands for. Or you can check us out at The Obsession Podcast. Hunting. we appreciate each and every one of yeah. you? Click and like, baby.
0: We uh, But we ended up finding them. You can see we're in this pit cornfield. Uh, so this is Romer bucket I had on my top.